All right, so continuing Perik Mem. Vahashem holich lifnehem yomam bamud anan. So Hashem was going in front of the Jewish people during the day in a pillar of cloud. Kevin Shiyotsumi Mitzrayim. Rui Shiyelech Akodesh Borchu Baatsmo Lifnehem. Lunichosum Baderech Lehaviyam El Haaretz. Once the Jewish people have left Egypt, it's appropriate that Hashem Himself should be leading us to Eretz Yisrael. Why do we need the word lean chosam? Need to lead. She yelech on the atalit name lean. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, fine. Kiim haisa hahotza al yedei Hashem Yisborach. So, seemingly the morale is bothered. Why is it necessary for Hashem to be going in front of us, the pillar of cloud? Bishlama uh, in Egypt, there's a lot of really mean, powerful soldiers, warriors, police officers, right? That if not for if not for the miracles of Hashem, we wouldn't have gotten out, right? But now we're out. No, we should be able to make it. I mean, it's, it's not that. I, People have been going from the throne to Canaan for. Right. A thousand and, years. And even yeah, if yeah. you want to say we can take a little bit of a longer route, and maybe we need some miracles, maybe we need some water, maybe we need some mon. Moshe Rabbeinu could do that, but obviously Hashem won't be facilitating the miracle, right? But but why does Hashem need to be like walking in front of us? Right? Like leading the way. So the morale is answering that there would be something inappropriate, something uh, wrong, if Hashem took us out from Egypt, but didn't walk us into Eretz Canaan. There was a boy, Lacha, the favorite eight soul, Viu Lohotia Kodesh Borku, in the Haggadah Shal Pesach, Leran, Hashem will go the Tomorrow I'll explain this concept. You don't do one thing by two different actors. You're saying it's all one thing. It's, it's Misraim is not. It's not the Hotsa'a, it's the entire journey. And the Hachnasa into Eretzah as well is the. Part of the journey. Right, it's being taken out of Egypt. I'm saying Yitzhak includes Eretz Israel. Okay, you can say it like that. So, just like we know the concept that you don't have two angels doing the same bidding, right? Shamru, 
zal een schneemelachem ossen schlichus achas kemosje hoe me voer have a lusham but the lama is a little bit weird do you have gears to change? no, you have lusham so if we can understand it's all one big action of being taken out of Egypt to go into Eretz Canaan. So then, that action, just like um, Hashem wouldn't break up a single action between two different angels, because it's all one concept. One concept is, is, uh, is accomplished in, uh, as, as a single entity. So too, Hashem is not going to do one half of it himself and leave the other half to an angel or to nature or to Moshe Rabbein or anybody else. Now we have to understand how exactly the Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim and the entry into Canaan are indeed the, you know, one thing, right? But uh, if we do, then we're in good shape. Hashem didn't take us out from Egypt just to liberate us, right? It wasn't just, oh, it's so bad in Egypt. Let me let them, let me just liberate them and then I don't care. They could go live in Liberia. Uganda. They have been liberated. Okay. Uganda, okay, sure. Liberia liberated. Okay. Vehayahu is borach, ba'atzma poil ha'otzol, kach, hayah no, it's all one process of taking us to, I mean, the part of leaving Egypt is so that we should be able to serve Hashem in, in Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, just like Hashem does the first half, He does the second half as well. Nishmarim. And he surrounded them with clouds that were protecting them. There's all because of this reason. The old Haya Mefarnish Hasam, Bemon, Hakol, Al Yedei, Hakadesh Boruch. Hashem was taking care of everything. She was taking care of all of our needs. That's a part of the Yitzhiya. Is it like an exact comparison? Like when you have a malach, so you give him the job, he has to finish the job. But here, not Hashem assigned the job; it's him himself. So you think Again, it's, a, it's not the it's not the point. You don't have two malachim, two halves of one job. It's not because, like, there's something um, that the first malach is like slacking off. Like, hey, how come you didn't finish your job? Mm-hmm. The point is that, in in a spiritual sense, there's the. Uh, if a concept is a single concept, then you don't. You, you know, uh, where's the room to break it up? Mm-hmm. It's like in, let's say, in steps of, of reasoning, right? You, you, to get from point A to point C is two steps. You go from A to B and then B to C in concept, mm-hmm. right? Now, in the physical world, we're used to, if you need to get from point A to point C, so you might have to go through point B, but 
you actually go through every single point along the way as well. Right? You're traveling. So you could technically stop. But conceptually, if this leads to that, then there's nowhere to stop in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'd be, it would be, it would be, uh, that's why, uh, you know, someone who finishes off the mitzvah is, the mitzvah is called on his name because. Is it called what? What was Nahum? You say? No. Uh, someone who finishes a mitzvah, the mitzvah is called in his name. Oh, called in his name. Wow. Glory in Jesus' name. Right. Because once you start, then you just keep on going until you finish it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next posik. Kikasher reisim es mitzrayim. Because the way that you've seen Egypt uh, until now, that's it. You're never going to see them again. Amrazal. Arba katos. Nosu Yisrael al The truth is, we should get a chumash. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. I couldn't remember the context. Perfect. Perfect. So, so we're talking about talking about the the Jewish people being um, pinned with their backs to the sea. Um, which pasuk are we at? Yudalid. Okay, so we see the Egyptians charging at us, right? We got the sea behind us, the Egyptians coming at us, we got nowhere to go. So the Pesukim say that uh, that the Jewish people panicked. So Moshe responds, Bayomer, Moshe El Ha'am, Al He's Yatsu, don't be afraid. Um, stand firm. Vru'uas, Yeshua's Hashem, see the salvations of Hashem. Asher Yasa, Lachem Hayom, that He will do for you today. Ki Asher, Reisim, Asm Yitzrayim Hayom, because the way that you've seen Egypt today, Losu Sifu, Lir Osam Od, Adolam. You're not going to see them anymore like this. Okay. Powerful or from the perspective of being a slave? Uh, seemingly, that yeah, they're, they're not going to be this powerful anymore. Like that. Okay, so so the so the Mechilta tells us that there were four groups of Jewish people at the time, four different opinions as to how to go about this situation they were in. Achas, the first one. Let us jump into the sea. Let's commit suicide. Just drown in the sea. Let's 
let's go back to Egypt. We'll accept the shackles of slavery again. And better that. Let's fight, let's fight against the Egyptians. Let's scream against them. Zusha Amra Nafol Yam Haya Omer. So, in corresponds to the first group that said, Let's jump in the sea. So, Moshe said to them, Hisyatsvu Uru Shows Hashem. Stand firm and watch the salvation of Hashem. Zusha Haya Omeres Nagzuli Mitzrayim Haya Omer Lahem. To the second group, he said, the way that you've seen them today, you're not going to see them anymore. So you're not going back. You're not going to see them again. That's possible. Hashem will fight for you. You don't need to fight. Let's at least scream against them. Hayomer. That's the finishing words of Apostle um, Dalad. So, Hashem will fight for you and you stay quiet. This is a very all about this question, but I've never thought about this before. Yeah. What's the, what's the Habamina? Meaning, they all pack their bags, or whatever, quickly. They leave Mitzrayim. They're well aware there's a Yamsuf. So if this is the reaction to getting to the Yamsuf, what was the Havamina? We have to remember, we did this interesting maneuver when we left Egypt, where we walked in a circle to end up really not far at all I mean, Egypt is not an island, right? Right. You can walk straight from Egypt into Canaan. Into Canaan, right. We did not do that. We wasted six days okay. until finally the Egyptians caught up with us in a very, very tight spot where we had nowhere to escape to. Were the midstream following our tracks or they met us up at the pass? Um... I think that they met us up. Because they thought we were going straight? They probably had some people on horses who were able to scout and tell them where we are in our movements, etc. So we've learned a little bit about the purpose of the Midbar, Arvim Shana, things like that. But then what's the purpose of the circle? It was to, I mean, Maybe there were many reasons, but one of them was uh, to get the Egyptians to think that we are lost in the desert. Paro says, right, that, look, these guys, they're, they're, they've lost their way. They're, they're locked in the desert. That's it. We're going to make minced meat out of them. Let's go, uh-huh. let's go get them. Uh-huh. Remember, so the whole thing was, yeah, okay, was to fine. bait him into okay. coming. Clearly, Paul Israel didn't know that. 
Um, okay, so, so we have these four groups. Um, so let's just look at the, at, at the Pesach again. So stand firm and see the salvation of Hashem. The way that you see them today, you're not going to see them anymore. Hashem will, will fight for you and you stay quiet. So there seems to be some redundancy over here, right? If, if, if he's already telling them stand firm and see the salvations of Hashem, so then, you, you, of course we're not going to see them anymore. We're not going to go back to Egypt where Hashem is going to save us, right? And Hashem will fight for you. That's, these, these are all similar things, right? Tell me Hashem is going to fight for you. So. So the Mechilta is understanding that here all these four categories of people are being addressed. Okay, says the Maral. Pirush, Eila Abrakasos. Ha'achas, Sha'amra, Navol, Yam, Emuna, Ubitochen, Klal. So this was the lowest level of Emuna and Bitochen. Shiyeh, Matzilosom. They didn't even think Hashem would help them at all. After, I don't understand how you say that. Wouldn't let's go back to Mitzrayim be the lowest level? If you're saying no, that's the dial peak of Hashem. Give me a chance. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they were saying that. that, that I don't know if there was. Not because every time a Jewish person dies, is it. Sorry, I'll stay quiet. I'm talking to you. I'll peak of Hashem. So. Af so here he addressed your point, right? That Hashem would not save them at all, even if they were to subjugate themselves to Egypt and go back, they still wouldn't get saved. We're going to get killed no matter what. We've done so many bad things to Paro. He's so angry with us. We're not even going to get a really, really basic level of Siyad Adishmaya where Paro is going to be mildly afraid of Hashem who just wrought ten makas upon his country and he won't just say, okay, you know what, let's just you guys had your thing, we had our thing let's just squash it and go back to the way things were no, he's going to literally kill us all, so might as well jump on the sea okay, that's the lowest level Ve'il shayu omrim nagzul mitzrayim hayu bolchim boyus borach if we surrender, Hashem will save us. But we will still be able to live. So that was the second level that Hashem can manage to pull us through and at least you know, it'll, be a, it'll be a wash. Moshe, Levi but I, what about the prophecies Moshe gave us? Yeah, okay, that didn't work out. Right, so these are not a very high level of believers, but at least they think that they'll man that their 
surrender will be accepted. The one said, let's do war. They're saying, listen, we'll, we'll fight. Yeah, some of us are going to get killed, but we will succeed. With Hashem's help, obviously. Over Hashash, maybe there's at least a concern that they're going to get killed. So they definitely feel they have to fight because of the other way there will be, there will be blood spilled, there will be bloodshed. Um, so, so, but in the end, even though we're going to fight and people, some people are going to get killed, it's, but at the end of the day, we do believe in the voice Moshe, we believe Hashem will help us and we will be brought to Eretz Israel. Maybe not all of us. Okay. Answer is no, not a single one of you is going to get killed. Hashem is going to do the war for you. If Hashem is fighting a war, it's not like, oh, well, he'll just significantly increase the odds, you know, but you still might, you know, still might have some casualties, right? Even if you have the most successful battle and you're the most successful general and you literally wipe the floor with these guys, right? We're still going to lose some men, right? It just happens. We have to at least pretend to do war. We have to at least, you know, let out some battle cries. Not actually going to go fight. No need for that. But we have to at least make some smoke and... And, and noise to create something down here that will act as a vehicle for the Egyptians to panic and then they you know, like and then their horses are gonna turn on themselves and you know, they're all gonna slaughter one another, right? But shock and awe. Right. So at least at least we have to do a little bit of that. I'm dating myself now. Um, that we, we spoke about that with Borod, right? That's yeah. Yes, no, you don't remember? I don't. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. I remember talking about Borod. I don't remember talking about Shaka. The Kolos. The, 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 the most, most uh, scary thing about the hail was the noise. We also said that was the other opinion by the Sfardaya. Right, that's, that's, I remember that. That's different. That that we said was more like a um, so overwhelming. Uh, what was the word I'm looking for? Like when, when the when the FBI, you know, like surround these uh, the um, you know like the guy in Montana, like or whatever it is, we, like who's declaring his own little country, country and his and his territory, and so they uh, so they don't want to just run in and you know, with machine guns, so they like. 
I remember this happened a number of times. They like put these enormous speakers all around the person's property and blast this crazy loud sound for like days on end that the person becomes sleep deprived and like kind of starts going crazy and eventually. Smart. Yeah, because I'm the only one who did something for this. I don't remember where you talking about it. What? Where, where, yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's for that. Because it's just a very loud noise, but you're not like thinking like, oh no, like, you know, like uh, the heavens are, like are right, right, like uh, Bharat is, uh, it is serious stuff, right? But, but if, you, if you're hiding in a bomb shelter, you'll be okay from the war, but you're just scaring the living daylights out of a person. Anyway, that was a side point. Um, so, but yeah, so this is not going to be like that. They're just going to do a little bit of screaming and maybe, and maybe you know, blow a couple of shofars, right? That's all it's going to take. So that's a quite high level of a moon. You've got an entire army coming against you, right? And you're like, yeah, listen, just let's yell a little bit and this all turned out okay, right? Magmas, Yirazos, when they hear our screams, they're going to get scared. Yevopachad, Amitzrayim, they're all going to get terrified. So why are we thinking this? That Hashem needs a little bit of help from us. He needs a little bit of our participation. You be quiet. Nimtza. Shtei katos. Rishoyim vishtei katos tzadikim. So... Basically, we can break them up. The first two thought that Moshe's nevuah will not come true. The first group thought not at all. We're not even uh, get any mercy on the Egyptians' hands. At the Egyptians' hands. Second one thought we could get some mercy, but Moshe's nevuah will not come true. Those are the Rishayim. The second two groups believe that, yes, it will happen fundamentally. Just the difference is the first group thinks that some of us are going to get killed in the process. And the second group thinks that no, they will not, but that we do need to help out a little bit. So Hashem uh, is not trusted. It's one option. Oh, That's all the group three. He didn't really address group four, which felt that there was a need to at least help Hashem out a bit. You know, nobody's going to get killed. I just want to point out what a person might be thinking, wait a second, what, with the fourth group, right, what did they do wrong? Don't we, don't we yes have to do Hishtat? I mean, even the biggest Mammon and the biggest Balbitochen still thinks that okay, I have to do X, Y, and Z towards um, 
you know, whatever I'm trying to accomplish. And the Hashem is going to help me out so much. It's going to be incredible. I'm not going to lose a single person in this world. I'm not even going to have to fight. All I have to do is just take a metal pan and a spoon and just smack it and make some noise. That's it. The entire army is going to get annihilated. Right? Like, what, what more could you want? Maybe they're not wrong. Maybe that's... They were doing the right thing. And Hashem says, but even that you don't even need now. He's not, he's not rebuking them. He's just... Are you are all with the third tzaddikim? They're definitely tzaddikim. No like, question about it. So is the third group, tzaddikim. Okay. The ones that say that someone's going to get killed. Okay. That's also... That's... That's... Neyateva. Uh, they're doing their shtadlis up Neyateva. Right. And Hashem's informing me. You don't even need that here. I'll right. say so what... So what so, okay, so let me ask you. So what are they arguing about? The third and the fourth group, what are they arguing about? When the third group says, listen, you got to fight, like, you can't. That's the way Hashem built the world is that. I mean, they're not wrong. We see that over and over. Right. In the Midbar. So what's the fourth group saying to them? Hashem will save us in a miraculous way, but we need to get it started from us. No, why? Why are you saying that? Why do we need to get it started from us? I mean, that started. Like, what you, you see. Why is Hashem, why are you saying that Hashem is going to save us in a miraculous way? Maybe Hashem is going to facilitate our efforts in the war, and yeah, probably some of us are going to get killed. That's just a part. It's just the price you pay for establishing a, um, a you know Israeli defense force is necessarily some of them get killed in combat. That's Mordechai like, we'll, we'll live our lives Derech HaTeva and we'll be right. successful. Right. And the fourth group is saying, we don't have to live Derech HaTeva. Why not? We do our little Ishtadlis because we live in a higher place. Oh, so, 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 uh, so why do you have to do Ishtadlis then? Every miracle comes about. Like, Felicia with the drugs and stuff, you got to do something. You get it going. No, that's not Ishtadlis. That's a different, that's a different point. Ishtadlis is... Uh, yeah, where you're doing something, you're doing very little, but towards this goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a different point that in, for a miracle, the miracles work through physical entities. You hold something or whatever, you, know, you have an object, something. Maybe because the original Hatsala was through uh, Yes. Prize. Oh, no. through Hashem. <laughs> yes, that was very good. Through Hashem. Okay. Hashem self took you out. Right. You're in the presence of Hashem. You're in the presence of Hashem. Yeah, you're being it, but led. It was, but it was There's a pillar. On, but it was rooted in a catalyst. Again, like I said, it says that Hashem heard their screams. Uh, very nice. A long time ago. Yes, a year okay. ago. Who cares? Listen. But they might have thought this is a new... No, but listen. Right now, Hashem took you out. Right. He appeared in the Mitzrayim. And he took us out. We probably, it was the, the, the Gila Shechina. There was a Gila Shechina there. More a Gadol. And he's walking with you, you the, with the pillar right in front of you. You're surrounded by the Divine Presence. Oh, the Anan is there the entire time. Yeah. Oh, that's different. That's, that's it. And then, oh, there's an army coming at us. Okay. Well, how could they have had any Hava to jump in the sea? They have the Anan right there, the Anan Yakovov. Scary. I mean, 
Have you? How often have you had an Anana covered? I mean, they're shooting. They're shooting arrows and and cannons and stuff. Like, what if the cloud leaves? Or clouds? In my experience, clouds don't usually block artillery. I mean, a cloud is just a cloud. Now, obviously, you, you we understand that this cloud is not just a cloud. This is this is a, this is a, it's a pillar that doesn't move. Wind blows, but the pillar doesn't move. It doesn't. Not like usually clouds. Right, wind blows at it, it will move. Right, this this is station. It's not a usual cloud. Right, um, but but the point is that. It's uh, what happens when your belief that this, there's something supernatural here gets encountered with a roaring lion running at you, right? It's very scary. Are you going to blink or not? Really? Yeah. It's like uh, you're in a zoo and they tell you this new special zoo is really awesome. There's no... There's no gates, there's no fences, there's no like that really, really thick glass, none of that. What we have is we have these collars on the animals that prevent them from coming within one foot of the visitors. And they show you, demonstrate to you how it works. You see it, right? And then you're staying there. And a tiger is charging at you. Right, like, so you believe in the collar, right? But it's <laughs> when it's right there, it's a, it's a whole different story. Okay, um, so those are the those are the four groups. So let's hop right. So how do we conclude those? These people, this last group, they were completely righteous, or they there's something lacking in them? Something small. A little bit. That was your initial How question. You said, so what's the difference? Yeah. They were also lacking. They should have... Maybe. They were, no, should have. Fifth group of Tzadikim Gemurim who figured it out. Right. Everybody so, blinked. Everybody blinked. Maybe Moshe? Maybe Moshe. Okay. I'm not sure he counts. Okay. Meaning Hashem is correcting us. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a different story if you turn to Hashem in prayer. That's a different story. Right? But, okay. So, says, so after Hashem tells us to stay quiet, What are you screaming at me? What are you crying to me for? Tell the Jewish people to go forward into the sea. Yeah? So, Mati Zakalai, Haloshem Mashma, She Heshiv Lo, Shalo, Haya Lo, Lutzok. So it sounds like Hashem was telling Moshe, do not cry out to me. Vech Lo Yitzak, Bitsarzos. That's a very difficult thing to say. Moshe is doing the right thing, he's diving to Hashem. The Ramban says we miss the Raisa. Every time we're in a difficult situation, to dive into Hashem. 
So Moshe is not. Definitely not thinking about committing suicide over here. Definitely not thinking about going back to Egypt, pleading for his life. He's not even contemplating engaging in combat, and he's not even thinking about making some loud noise. But he is turning to Hashem in fuel. What's wrong with that? Okay? So, the Mechilta addresses this point. Rabbi Yeshua Oymer, Amor Lehem, Ein Lehem El Elisa, Amor Lehem, say to them, say to the Jewish people, all you have to do is to go forward. Rabbi Eliezer Oymer, Amor Lo, Amor Lo Kalish Boruchu, Banai Nisunum Bitsara, Vata Marach Barachamim, my children are in a state of pain and you're you know davening is a very very long tefillah cut your tefillah short and go so what's the structure for Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer and Makhlo over of the, of the words Mati Tzakalai. What are you what are you what are you calling out to me for? And the Pasa continues. Speak to the Jewish people, tell them to go. So is the point that you shouldn't have been calling out to me at all? You should just go? Or is the point is no, it's fine that you call out to me, but not the, you know, not so much, right? Uh, I've, I've already heard enough of your prayer. I'm in. Yeah, you could stop right there. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, like someone comes to you asking something, and you're like, okay, I'll do it. And like, you don't understand. It's so important. Like, hey, I, I told you I'm in. Like, like that's all it. The, like, all the Mishu Lachim come to my house? <laughs> like, yeah, already with Jeff. Oh, God. God. <laughs> don't think that's an answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, as it could be that they are hoping for an extra zero as you write it. If the check would already be written, then probably they would just stop right there. But... Um, uh, you would be incorrect. You would be incorrect. <laughs> if what? They handed plenty of checks where they look at it. And <laughs> say, oh, did you read, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... There's so much I can do. The good news is, yes. you, just, you just do whatever you can do. I ever tell you I wanted to write, name my third child Tarfin? But Rabbi Gershwin I think, shut it down. Why? Because I love that. I love that period. Rabbi Gershwin My first is Akiva, my second is Eliezer. I wanted to get the whole Seder table. But I can't remember if it was really. Rabbi Gershwin or Rabbi Gershwin. Good. All right. So that so we'll uh, so we'll pick up on the morale's explanation of this measure. I can remember your good name. Yeah. But you have more than one.